We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Two o'clock, it is the afternoon show here on WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese, fresh off just shoveling some meat into our mouth from Deaton Watson. <laughs> What's going on, Ike? Pause, man. Pause. Off to a hot start. <laughs> Jack! I'll let you boy. What's going on, brother? Up, bro? How are you? I'm good, man. Anything happened yesterday? eventful day day on the station uh you know and uh we're gonna keep this train rolling that's what we do and as you know ike the standard is the standard um so i just want to make sure that we keep this train rolling and we're a little full ike's belly i'll stop man still looking good still looking good we'll address that situation coming up but there was a uh man it's been a a long a lot a lot has happened in the last 24 hours, 48 hours? Yeah, both on the show, both with the Eagles team. The sky is still falling. I got hit on my way in. Uh, Sirianni's talking when he, you know, I would prefer not to. Pat Patricia's talking. Jalen Hurts is talking. So we got it all covered today here on the show. But I want to start with this because Nick Sirianni is really, he's really uh, drawn ire from me um, it, with uh, how this season is kind of crumbling and everything going on. And, and frankly, I believe that as this season goes on, and if they don't reach the NFC Championship game and they falter a little bit here in these last three games, whether they go 2-1 and one or the offense struggles to score 20 points like we've seen in this last little bit, that he should be coaching for his job. And I know that he went to the Super Bowl last year. I know they got off to the 10-1 and one start. But this offense, given what he is supposed to be, just does not look right. And some of his answers yesterday, Ike, were just incredibly concerning. The first one I want you to hear is how he described the final play of the game where I guess he's rooting for a penalty. Here's Nick Sirianni talking about uh, Jalen throwing to Devonta or A.J. Brown on the last play of the game. You know, we've seen, um, you know, you can get a pass interference there. Um, you get a pass, And, you know, the, the, it was what it was on that particular play, but you can, if you get a pass interference call there and, and if a team's giving you a one-on-one shot uh, for, you know, very similar to, what happened on the other on the other side of the ball? They ended up getting a one-on-one shot that um, you know had had some different things there. And we've seen it. We had one-on-one shot against the Rams, um, and you can get a pass interference, and now you're in position to to kick it. Pass interference. Huh? That's where we're rooting for in the final play of the game. The the, huh? <laughs> the call is a a shot play for to get pass interference. How about you take what's in front of you and try to get in field goal range for for Jake Elliott? And plus, was he even one-on-one? Yeah, I I haven't seen the all twenty two. Oh yeah, come I, on! I, I, some people have seen the all twenty two. What are we doing? I have not. Uh, it sounds like this play was very similar to the play earlier 
where they missed Devontae coming across the field. And yeah, third and eight. He, yeah, and he threw it up to A.J., and he sort of threw a back shoulder fade, and A.J. kept running down the field. Or well, it seemed like that was an out-and-up play by A.J. there. And I think they were trying to get that play again. And now I think this is where uh, Julian Love, by the way, I didn't even realize until I was listening to the show last night, um, I believe, that Julian Love picked off Jalen three times versus the Giants. He picked him off all three times. I thought it was twice, but – Either way, he picked him yeah, off. Yeah, if he picked him off twice, it may as well have been three times. Sure. I know he threw three interceptions in that game. I didn't know Julian Love got him uh, those many times in that Giants game a couple years ago. That being said, Julian Love explained sort of he was anticipating this was, was what was going to happen mm-hmm. on that final play. Now, maybe that's because when they went back to the sideline versus the play that the Eagles missed on, they said, okay, this is something they could come back to. Yep. Because we, I wasn't over there, and it was one-on-one in that situation. And so this time, maybe he's anticipating it, and that's why he was able to get over there. And Jalen, see, this is where when you predetermine what you're going to do, get you in trouble. Yep. Okay, you called the play because you thought you might get the same look that you got a series or two earlier. You obviously didn't unless you're not looking at that safety who is clearly either baiting you or has cheated over there Enough to, to where he picked the pass off. Yep. So it wasn't as if he was on the other side of the field and you didn't see him. He clearly saw something there. That's where the predetermining where you're going to throw, I believe, got them in trouble. I think Nick Sirianni is trying to um, explain this in a way that it doesn't call anybody out. Yep, I think that, so too. That's sort of his job as the head coach. I get it. But yeah. at the same time, well, listen. hoping for a pass interference I don't think is a good that, strategy. That, 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 that is not a good strategy. Yes. A money play in a game where you, <laughs> yes. if you, you need, what, 10 yards for to get into Jake Kelly field goal range? And that's where the explanation falls short. Yes. Because you didn't need a pass interference there. No. Jake Elliott has a – He's got 62 in his, his leg probably. Yes. Okay, I'm glad you said it. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, but he's got stones. But you're right. He, he – he doesn't need to be within 40 yards to kick this field it's goal. It's actually worse, I think, on 35 and 100. Dude he... kicked a 59-yard field goal in driving rain yeah. a yeah. couple weeks ago at home. So the idea that you needed to get past interference to get a closer field goal, while in theory that may sound legit, but in practicality it, it was unnecessary. So you have that answer from the And it led to the ending of the game. Correct. So you have that answer from Nick Sirianni that was concerning. Biggest play of the game, shot play. Maybe he's covering up for players. I agree. The idea that we're going for a, a penalty as a, ho- as a strategy boggles my mind. And then this other thing where he's trying to defend Brian Johnson and lay it all the, at, at his feet. It's his offense. Here's Nick Sirianni explaining his role in this offense. You know, make no mistake about it. Like this offense is being run the exact same way the offense was run last last year and the year before that. This offense is in is my offense right this is my offense and so the criticism on the offense like i think unfairly goes to brian brian calls the place brian calls the place it unfairly goes to brian the criticism on this offense should come at me and and uh because this is this is my offense so um i was hired to do a job here um and got hired because i was successful as an offensive coordinator um, with our with our schemes and and the different things that we did to coach players and help players win and so and I'm committed to that and and like I said the criticism should come at me and I think it unfairly goes at Brian a lot of the times because he's calling the plays. Well, it's here. 
It's here. We can finally say, okay, it's his offense. If he wants to be the guy and wants to be kind of the fall guy here, fine. It's your offense. And yeah. at the same time, this offense stinks right now. Ike, since week 11, they're 16th in points per drive. 16th. Yeah. And that's that's post bye week. So that's yeah. supposed to be when you're supposed to be making adjustments. Last three weeks, we know it's been bad, but 22nd in in points per drive. 22nd. Yeah. With, with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, this offensive line, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Hurts. That offense is being stifled. And this whole, it's my offense, and uh, it's the same offense. First off, that's concerning to me, too. It should not be the same offense. I know the principle should be the same, but I need some wrinkles. And if it's Frank Reich offense, Frank Reich's offense, we love Frank. Thank you for 2017. He's been fired twice in the last year. That's bad quarterback play. Sure. But I mean, he, Doesn't mean the schemes aren't effective. Yeah, but listen, you know, young quarterback and Bryce Young looks like he can't play. And, and, and he can't play. He's really he's really <laughs> small. Still, I don't know if the Frank Reich offense is something that needs to be kind of praised right now. Right. Nick Sirianni should be coaching for his job down the stretch run here. If they reach the NFC Championship game and go get killed by the Niners, whatever. But if they fall short of that, they lose in the first round, they lose in the divisional round, they don't put up some points in these next three weeks. It's style point season. I know you hate it. I know your win's a win guy, but this can't be. This can't be twenty to fourteen, or you know, this, I need. Show me you can move the to ball. To feel better, you need that. I need, to feel better, one hundred percent. You don't need that to win. You just need no, to have no, no. more points than the other team it'll, to actually win. It'll feel like a loss right. if they don't get into the mid twenty, even though it's still a win. Yes, I yes, understand that, yes. but but the, how the feelings do matter here. <laughs> the quarterback is regressing, mm-hmm. and and listen, I, I I just can't help but think, what would some of the other offensive guys around the league be doing with this team? Like there is some <sighs> legitimate weapons on this team that I know McDaniel, Shanahan, McVay, Zach Taylor. Like what would they be doing? Like, what Zach Taylor's doing? Jake Browning. Yeah. So so let me ask you this. So there's a lot to unpack there. And there's a lot to this next year. I think. Again, yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Should he be coaching for his job? Well, let me get that out of the way first. No, he's not coaching for his job, nor should he be coaching for his job. I think the fact that he's been here as head coach for three years and he's gone to the playoffs three years, including a Super Bowl, enough of that. He should be coaching for his job. His resume speaks for itself. He's earned the right to have somewhat of a step back here. But I'll, I know you're focused on Nick Sirianni, so I'll, I'll stay there with you here. I just don't know – what he can do. Like, what would you like him to do? You want him to take over play calling? And that, that's a legitimate question. I'm just asking, do you want him to take over play? Because other than him actually taking over the play calling, what else can he do? I, like, it's If it's his offense, right? Sure. And he doesn't want to take over play calling, he wants to leave that on Brian Johnson, sure. It, the offense just be better. Like, I, I don't know what I, I don't know scheme. I don't know any of that stuff. I, but, I know. I'm just saying for, for it to be – if you're putting the responsibility on him ultimately, and I know ultimately as the head coach it falls on him, so I'm not – and even he accepted the, the the responsibility. So we got that part out of the way. I'm just trying to figure out how do we fix it. What would if he needs what we in, like to see for them to fix it? If he needs to step in and do play calling, sure. If that's something that he thinks can get this thing jump-started, but it has to get jump-started, and the quarterback can't keep regressing. And I know some of that has to do with the quarterback and, and seeing the field and there's plays being made on the field. I get it. I think a lot of it has to do with that. But he's also got to help coach that out of him. I mean, he's the head coach. It's his offense. Okay, so when Carson thing- when Carson wasn't playing well and Doug couldn't pull him out of it, how many people were blaming Doug for it? Not a lot of people were blaming Doug right. for it. But right. also, was that a mistake? Well, I'm just saying, I don't know how much he can do as a coach other than the- give him the plays. Like, he's not – like he, even if he yelled at him, like, what does that mean? Like, once the play is run – 
right? You snap the ball. Now it's about decision-making. Now it's about where you're going with the football. Are you being a uh, elite player? And at the quarterback position, are you being a force multiplier, right? Listen, Lamar Jackson doesn't run a conventional offense down there. He even has a special team slash defensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. They brought in all types of different people for Lamar in that offense. Over this, still boils down to Lamar and his talents, his decision making, the plays that he makes. Well, see, when Cam Newton talks about being a game changer versus being a game manager, this is sort of what he's saying. Are you a guy that can make things happen on your own when other things around you aren't necessarily working? Jalen showed that. That's what put him in the MVP front running lead. Right, we remember. Remember, nobody was really loving the offense. It was more or less Jalen was making. Okay, but that's what that's what Josh Allen has to yeah. do. That's what guys have to do. Yeah, that's what that's what. Like, if he's a top five quarterback, then he shouldn't need everything to be perfect for him for him to be effective as a quarterback. Right? You got the best receivers in the game. You got an offensive line that's great. You got serviceable running backs. I mean, now we need to call the perfect plays. For the quarterback to be effective? See, I, I go back to him, and I like Jalen. I really do. But you can't tell me he's suffering from play calling. They didn't lose that game Sunday, in my opinion, because of play calling. I and mean, I, Monday. On Monday. And, yeah. and I don't think so either. Like the Players have to go make plays, but at the same time, it's pretty much the same personnel as last year. Same mm-hmm. personnel as last year, except they lost the, the offensive coordinator. Competition is different. Competition is definitely different. It looks fine when they're playing against the lesser competition sure. earlier in the year. Sure. It's ramped up, and this thing has just become stagnant. And my worry is that maybe Jalen's lost confidence in the coaching too, and he's just going out there being like, I bleep it, i got to do it myself. Okay. And now he's forcing balls to A.J. Brown down the field rather than seeing the seeing the Devontae or, or Kenny Gamewell out of the backfield. No, listen, I'm with you there. I think, I think I'm open to that being a – plausible reason for what's happening at the quarterback position. And I'm sorry, nobody wants to hear in a comparison to Carson Wentz. But I'm sorry. There's, there are too many similarities. It, it really is. To not draw comparisons. So I, And it's the most recent thing we've gone through as a fan base of watching a guy play at a high level, and all of a sudden we can't figure out why he can't play anywhere near that level anymore. Coaching, decision-making. You know the biggest difference is? talent around this kid versus what was around Wentz. Yes. Where Wentz felt the need to have to play hero ball. You're throwing to J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Jalen Rager and Greg Ward and those guys. Yeah, you feel like you need to play hero ball. You don't need to do that here. You got way more talent around you right now than what the other quarterback had. So why is it so difficult to score? Why is it so difficult to move the ball? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And that's going to be on the test these last three weeks. Like these last three weeks, you're playing, you're playing some cupcake teams. I know Gannon, defensive stalwart, uh, <laughs> defensive coordinator, like maybe it'd be hard to move. But they struggle to move the ball again. I, yeah. I, I mean – the, the, the panic buttons be pressed. So final two things here. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the phones. Nick Sirianni, should he be coaching for this job? And listen, the, the Jalen thing. Is Jalen, how much blame does he hold in this offense being held back? Could he put him more on the coaching or the quarterback? But two more things that, that, that worry me about Nick Sirianni and if he's the right guy for this job moving forward. If offensively, now he's putting the pressure on himself saying this is my offense, and I get that, so we can finally put that on him. What he was Supposed to be before that was, well, he's just a CEO type head coach. Don't mm-hmm. worry about the offense. Well, what the hell has happened the last two weeks after these losses? From the outside looking in, it feels like this thing is is being held together by a threat. And the the emotional leader kind of head coach guy, it's easy to be the leader fired up guy when you're winning. Mm-hmm. But what about right now? Are you the difference making type head coach is going to be pulling this team out of it? It's going to ride the troops or are you just along for the ride? Listen, a lot, a lot, a lot to unpack there. I listen, like that's also a part of the Nick Sirianni package. I, I, I agree. The package, yes. <laughs> I, no, I agree. And and I think Nick Sirianni, I just don't know if all of a sudden his role in the offense needs to change and how beneficial that is. That that's my only thing. You know, I think he has his strengths as a head coach, and I think those things still apply. But sometimes you can try to apply those those traits, and people just aren't responding. And I think that's the sort of rut that we're in right now, and that's why I always go back to the players because Nick Sirianni, to me, is the same head coach he's been when they were successful as he is right now. It's the players not responding is to me is what different, what's different. And it kind of feels like the players are taking this on themselves, which in, a, in an aspect I respect it. But the head coach also has some responsibility in that as well. Oh, I, mean, I agree. Like when they lost to the Jets, the players talk. Yeah. Like when the like the like uh, halftime, a couple of the, the games they were down, the players, players talk. talk. Yeah. Now it feels like Jalen, the way he's playing, it's on me, not on the coaching. Well, then is he, it feels like he's just along for the ride here, and I, and he can't be if he's going to be this difference making head coach. Two one five five nine two. Real quick. Yes. Go ahead, get the numbers out. I'm sorry. No, two one five five nine two. 94-94. No one knows the numbers. Okay. So I want to make sure we can- well, I want to make sure before we got started. Uh it is the uh last day of school over uh in Jersey for Cold Springs Elementary. And uh they are getting ready to go on Christmas break, winter break, and they are listening to the show right now in my wife's classroom. Uh-huh. Second grade. So I wanted to give a shout out to the kids over there and let them know to uh make sure you've been uh You've been nice and not naughty, and, and Santa will be there Monday. Yep. Okay. Now, okay. Now, was Renee? Uh, was she teaching hard on the last day, or were we rolling in the rolling in the TV and getting a movie <laughs> on? T- yeah. Well, you know, it's Christmas time. Everybody's ready to get out of there. Everybody's ready to get out of there. Now, I'll just say this: uh, Isaiah, 
Just know Santa's been watching. I just want you to know that. That's good. I want you to know now, that. Now, do, yes. se- do the second graders believe that Nick Sirianni is coaching for his job down the stretch front here? I think, I think they can't wait to see Jalen and AJ and Devontae score touchdowns. That's what they like. So, shout out to the second graders over at uh, Cold Springs uh, Elementary over there in South Jersey. Yeah, shout out to them. There shout out to them. All right. All right, let's go to Corey. I've Columbus. done my duties. That's there right. What, what's happening, Corey? What's up, man? How you doing? What do you got? What's up, C? Hey, man. Listen. I had to talk to my brother Jack last night, calming down. I can't. First of all, we, listen, we, we, we can't just keep changing these head coaches out because we ain't not going to the Super Bowl every year. Like, Doug won us the Super Bowl. We won him gone. Sirianni took us the Super Bowl. We won him gone. Come on. We, we, we got to stop with that. Like, we got to get a man to change a chance to fix it. We, we don't want Rob Thompson going. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And his team crumbled, crumbled down the, you know, Oh, don't don't Kinda compare Rob too. Thompson and Nick Sirianni, please. I'm just saying. I'm just That's saying. sort of similar. One's one's a, just, one's a great manager. I'm just saying. But listen, this this is, this is the thing with the Eagles that they got to do. They got to get their confidence back. What I've noticed with this team is that they lack in confidence. Like Jalen Hurts, he out here saying whatever he wants to say. Oh, and let, let me get this out the way real quick too. Nick Sirianni did not say he was playing for a passing appearance. So people need to stop lying. And, and trying to change what he said. He said, we've seen in that scenario, you never know, you can get a pass interference. That is true, because it happened to us first, Dallas. Remember Bradbury? <laughs> yeah. The pass interference, <laughs> that, that can't yep. happen. Second of all, he said that, you know, we got one of the best receivers in the league, and we want to give him a shot. It's not Nick Sirianni's fault that Jalen Hurts didn't see Gainwell. Like, clearly he's not going to come out and be like, yeah, the ball's supposed to go to Gainwell, but Jalen Hurts threw it to – you know, he's not going to say that. He's not going to bash his quarterback. Ike is right. Jalen Hurst got to play better. MVP Hurst is bad. Hey, man, he always talking about the thermometer today. He said, I got to set the temperature. Listen, I, I was on the mat, knocked out, but I'm back up. Uh-oh. We get this thing turned back around. We about to have three straight wins Sunday. I'm telling you, it's a blowout coming on uh, yeah Monday. Blowout coming on Christmas. Well, Corey, it be better out. be. Honestly, I appreciate the call. Like, <laughs> Enough of the style points, or, or enough of the wins to win. Like it's time to put together a complete football game. <laughs> if these if these last three weeks have not been a, a wake up call enough for this team, then they're they're a lost cause. I mean, they have to go out on Monday and just lay a beat down the Giants. First off, it's all they've done the last couple of years is beat up on the Giants. Mm-hmm. You, you can't let it we'll slip. That. And listen, Tommy DeVito coming in here and making this a close game uh, post seven fishes is just an absolute disaster. So. The Eagles cannot let that happen. It's style point season, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously talk more about the game tomorrow and going forward. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's a WIP afternoon show. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese. Should Nick Sirianni be coaching for his job down the stretch run here? If this, this offense, this is this is well, this, <laughs> this is it's, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've, I've heard. I really, like, I ever, I know. I, like first ever. off, first off, the first thing you brought up yes. was was the, the playoffs in the first year. It's three out of three. That playoff run was a sham. Which, okay. which one? The first year. You know it was a sham. <laughs> on. No one cared. But he made it. They ran the ball for for they played a bunch of crap teams down the stretch. Like I can't do it. Last <laughs> year they beat up on nobodies, and it was easy to front run with the most talented roster in football. What are we seeing right now? Like I, I, I'm not making it all about the last three weeks, but the offense. Kind of you are. But it's been disappointing the entire year. The offense. And I don't not trying uh, to bring the entire year, most of the year. It's, <laughs> I don't think at one point it's been like ah the offense looked right. It looked good in spurts. 
After the halftime against Buffalo, he also had a seven-passer. Miami game. Most the first Dallas game. Most of it. And then they, well, couldn't, they couldn't close out the game late. Well, the offense looked good against the, in those Washington. The defense didn't look good. <laughs> yeah. Now, the commander's defense is historically yes. bad, but sure. Against bad teams, the offense looks perfectly fine. Right. Since week 11, when, the, when it's been up, they're middle of the road. And for, a ta- for an offense that has as much talent as they do, that's unacceptable. The CEO head coach is letting this thing fall apart at the seams. And my last point, which we'll get to on the other side, is probably the biggest factor in all of this. We'll get to that. All your phone calls. Should Nick Sirianni be coaching for his job if they don't make the NFC Championship game? We'll get to all that next coming up here on the Afternoon Show here on WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 